Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hi, everybody. Chad Madden here with the Grow Your Practice podcast. And today we have a very special guest all the way from uh, Pennsylvania right here with me, Chris Gordos with IMGPT. Chris is a uh, longtime private practice owner that I've known for quite a bit. We've been working together over the years. And thanks for being on the call here, Chris. Oh, thanks for having me. You know, I I feel like, you know, when you when I ever watch anybody else on this, I'm like, wow, those people are like celebrities. And now I'm on here. I'm like, well, they can't be any more special because <laughs> Are you hitting the bottom of the barrel if I'm on here now? So, you know. Oh, come on, man. You're great. Um, so talk a little bit about um, how you got into private practice, um, what you were doing, what year you started, uh, just to give our listeners an idea of where you're at. As I always tell people during the workshops and stuff like that, my, um, you know, I graduated in the dinosaurs roam the earth back in 1997, you know, so PT practice and people are like, oh, that's not that long ago. There's just People that graduate before that, they don't exist anymore in our profession. We're, we're kind of the old guys now. Um, graduated with my master's. It was the second year they could graduate from master's. Worked for Novacare for a long period of time. Um, kind of got tired of doing that 60-hour work week, banging my head in a brick wall, not getting anywhere. Um, got an offer to go for a physician-owned PT practice, which, again, when you're in school, it's vilified. But I learned a lot. It was great. Um, Novacare spent forever trying to get me back finally went back with a little bit more hand, the Seinfeld reference. So I was working 32 hours a week instead of 40, really worked 40 and got paid for 40. So it was pretty good for about a five-year period of time. In that period of time, I did try to set up my own place with an orthopedic surgeon, um, but he liked it so much that he went into another provider and had him set it up for him instead of me because I was too young. That fell through. And then the guy came back to me and said, hey, do you want to do this again? I was like, no, I, you know, like you're coming back to me now after doing something like that. So I always wanted to open my own place. Was somewhat fortunate. Family member was um, owned the largest family practice in Berks County um, for physicians. And um, he had a, a PT right below him. That PT was bought out by the big hospital system. They weren't happy with it and stuff like that. So he came to me and said, hey, look, we're thinking about not renewing their contract for the building. We'd have a place. Would you like to open your own? And it was a no brainer at that point in time. I was like, absolutely. Everything kind of fell in place. So, you know, I'm so excited. I'm going to take the world by the, you know, the horns kind of thing. And then, you know, I literally open the day after I graduated with my transitional doctorate. So it's June 1st, 2009. I'm open for like a couple of days and bam. Blue Capital Blue Cross sends us this letter and it states we're cutting your reimbursement by 50%. You know, so the original plan was to open four offices in two years, had all the other PTs picked out, we're all on board. And and needless to say, I'm still at one practice, you know, years and years later after 2009, because you know, just can't re can't recover from a 50% cut when it's half your business. So 25% revenue reduction immediately, pretty much well, three months into the practice. So that's kind of the setup. Got it. Yeah. So 14 years or so, um, you're into this now. And then what does your um, practice look like today? I know we started working together 2017. Uh, you got up to the point of doubling. And then, yeah, I, I'd love for you to talk about what you went through earlier this year, if you're willing to do that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, practice was kind of stagnant around 80 to 120 visits, but really more about that 80 to 100 for about 10 years. I had hired an ex-student and he became my 50-50 business partner. Um, so we started Breakthrough, easily doubled our practice up to the point where up in February, um, I finally hit my goal. What I was trying for my my whole career essentially was I had fully staffed the place out. We have about 2,400 square feet. So we we're up to 20, 240 patients a week. Um, had five and a half providers, was decreasing my hours to 20 patient contact hours. And February is blindsided. I never lost an employee other than aid. And also two and a half providers in the same month all left for good reasons. Um, one was tired of working for the insurance company, so she decided to open her own place. One's boyfriend refused to move to Berks County because it's not the Mecca of, of all places. It's kind of like Harrisburg that way. So <laughs> she had to move to Philadelphia because he refused to leave the big city. And then I had an assistant work for me for 20 plus years from Lancaster. She was up actually in Mannheim and she was driving to me every day. And she said after 20 plus years, she's like, I can't do it anymore. So she changed careers. She had left me a couple of times before, worked for the large chains and kept coming back. And she, she had said, she's like, if I ever leave you again, it's changing careers, you know? And, and I talked to her recently. I said, how's it going? She goes, Oh, I miss you guys. I want to come back. She goes, you open office up near my house. I'm back to being a PTA again and stuff like that. But so, yeah, so we lost two and a half providers, replaced one of those with a student in um, July, but I'm still down one and a half providers. So instead of being my 20 hours of patient contact hours, I'm up to again, 50 plus hours of patient contact hours. So yeah, pr pretty, pretty common what you're, what you're going through, Chris, not fun. Um, you mentioned students and I know you've been super involved over the years. I'm a huge advocate for um, helping out at local colleges and universities that have DPT programs. Can you talk a little bit about how you got involved with that and exactly um, what you're doing? So, yeah, I've always taken students. I've trained over 200 in my career. Um, when I was at the orthopedic surgeon group, they did a great job at one point in time of we spent an hour every week of just going through training, whether it was the students we had or ourselves as PT. So I implemented that when I went back to, to Novacare and then here, developed some great contacts um, with just a lot of the professors um, and really kind of grew that part of the business. And I know that's not a business, but it, it, you know, it kept me on top of my game. Um, the other thing is, is that I have a big financial interest. I just like finance. I like stocks and investing and stuff like that. So pretty much all students have no awareness at all of, of any type of financial background when they start here. We're not taught it. Doctors aren't taught it. Dentists aren't taught it, whatever. So I kind of did an informal, you know, kind of course through here, going through some of that stuff. But I always had like a night where I spend an hour and a half, two hours, and I would go through over a, you know, after you graduate, here's your one year debt survival plan. You know, we, we go over what that looked like. Um, and it became so popular um, that some of the professors said, hey, would you come and start teaching that to all the students? Because, you know, we only send one or two students to a year. So that's what started happening. So I've been doing that for 10, 15 years to about six, seven universities locally. Um, and the sad part is, is I mean, the the debt level up to my average student is about one hundred and fifty thousand. Um, Scranton, I just did. They were at they were pretty low. That was about one hundred and twenty two thousand. And then I just did Thomas Jefferson two weeks ago, and I think they're at one hundred and thirty three. But that counts. They had the most I've ever seen before. There was a student in the audience that was three hundred ninety thousand dollars in debt to graduate as a PT. Three ninety. 
when when we were in Denver, I thought you said 340. I've been saying 340 for four weeks, yeah. but uh, 390, brutal. So yeah. can you talk a, a little bit about uh, the education and like what you're, you know, obviously we want to preserve the profession. Um, you're trying to leave the world a better place than, you know, what, what we founded when we started in the late 90s, early 2000s. Can you talk about what that message um, looks like, what you deliver to them and how, how you're educating them? Well, it's pretty much so it's like, okay, what are they telling you you're going to make, you know, and then sometimes they're realistic and sometimes they're not. Um, and then, all right, here's what this money really means. And now here's your taxes. And if you live in New Jersey, it's going to be 10%. If you live in Pennsylvania, it's 3%. That's a huge difference. You know, um, we're going to save 10% for your retirement because nobody else is going to give it to you. So you need to save there. Are you going to live at home? Are you, and it's like, how much is your car cost? How much is your food cost? How much are you going to spend on entertainment? And then like some of them put like no money for miscellaneous entertainment. I'm like, all right, so you don't want to own any pets or ever date ever, you know, food. I'm going to spend $200 in a month. I'm like, so you're gonna live on ramen noodles and spam. Like we have to be realistic here. And so when we get to the end and I show them, here's how much you're making, here's how much your expenses are with your student loans. And you, okay, you want to pay off in five years? Okay, this is, and then they get to the end of the month and like every month they're, they're minus $2,500. Like, so you see how this isn't going to work, you know? And it's it's a real eye-opening experience for them. And, and what it ends up coming down to a lot of them, they make better decisions, at least that they don't put themselves in more trouble. The other thing is, is most of them end up determining that they have to work a second job. You know, like, and, and I worked a second job. I'm still working 50, 60 hours a week. It's one job, but it's essentially a second job, you know, and they want this perfect work-life balance, which I would love to have. I've been trying to get that for forever and some get it. And it's very important to get a work-life balance, but the time to do that is when you have more of a life, you know, when you're first going to school, that's when you really hit the, you know, put the proverbial nose to the grindstone and really push through. And it, it's, so the first 10 years I this, did this presentation, always got pretty much all the, the professor would say, this is the best presentation. The students rated the highest of any non-true like PT, you know, what is the humorous, what is that kind of stuff? Um, the interesting part is the past year, I've had three universities come and say, we really need you to do speech. It's really important. But can we somehow make it more positive? And I'm like, what do you mean more positive? Well, the students are leaving it kind of depressed. And they don't want to work a second job. So can you, I'm like, so you want me to show them how much debt they're going to be in and how much money they're going to make and make it really positive and tell them they don't have to work a second job. They're like, yes. And I was like, that's not realistic. Like that's, that's not how it's going to go. Yes. Do you have certain students there? And I tell them, look, if you're a one-to-one -one debt level, so if you're $70,000 in debt when you graduate and you're making close to 70, you're going to be fine. If you're less than that, there's absolutely no problem. That's a good rule of thumb. But if you're three to one, that I, you know, so I did have a, a really great question. The last one was the first one ever asked me and they said, do we really have hope? I said, yes. I said, that's why I'm here. And to give you hope, to realize that there is ways you can make this be the obstacles, the way, you know, Ryan holiday book, you know, and okay. we talk about that during the course and, like, this is the biggest obstacle you're going to face. And if you learn how to get over, under, and around that, it's going to set you up for whenever you hit a future obstacle in life, you'll be able to get through it. You know, so there is hope. It's a great profession. And we do talk about why you're being a PT. Why do you want to do this? You know, and no matter what I present during that course, that's still the answer. Why do you want to do this and be a physical therapist? Yeah, great. Love that. Um, I, I want to switch gears a little bit. I know 
uh, right before we started working together back in 2017 and uh, you were looking for some marketing answers with Breakthrough, um, in your practice, you went through a little bit of change, might have lost a referral source. Can you talk about uh, what exactly happened there with your practice and really um, how to market your services direct to the consumer? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, my wife is of this mindset and she had instilled this mindset in me. If you're good enough, they will find you, you know, like, and so why spend money on marketing and marketing doesn't work. And, and again, we did the golf course thing where we put like our placard up, you know, and it was on every scorecard. We did the advertisement in the local school and their, their playbills for whatever. Um, we, you know, sponsored a race here and there, did all that kind of stuff, never got a return on investment. But again, I had the largest referral source of family doctors right above me. So I really didn't have to work that hard. I mean, I felt they should have been able to send a lot more patients than they did. Um, and then right around that point in time, they came down and told me like, look, we can't attract any new doctors. We're all getting to the retirement age. We're selling ourselves out to um, St. Joe's Hospital. Um, and then they turned around three months later and sold to Penn State. So it's like, all right, Penn State had their own PT place that was five minutes away. They're not going to be able to refer to me anymore. It's like, okay, so how am I going to stay in business now? Like my number one referral source, which was easily half of our business, was not going to send to me anymore. What am I going to do now? Um, so I didn't know how to market. Um, joined you guys and started implementing what you guys did. Um, now, I mean, that practice is down to... 5%, maybe 5, 10% of our patients. And, you know, we essentially doubled our business, you know, easily um, through doing all the marketing. Now, there's a cost to that. It's not free. You know, you have to spend money to get that money back. Um, yeah. But I feel like it's money that's well spent that I, I, I know it works, you know, because we interview our patients and I know that's why why we're doing well what we're doing. Yeah. One of the things that I think you do really well, Chris, and that you've shared before is you do a partner workshop with uh, Fleet Feet. Yeah. Can, um, can you tell a, a little bit about that, the setup that you have and and um, how well that's working for you? Yeah, I mean, that that that's huge, you know. So um, in our area, people don't want to drive more than five minutes away to see us. Um, so it, it's just a real barrier uh, in, in our area. And there's a lot of places in the country that are like that. So one of the things is, is that if you can go and speak as an, as a, an expert from somebody else, they'll come. So I, when I go to do stuff at Fleet Feet, people will drive 45 minutes, an hour, an hour and 15 minutes away to come see me. And they don't even think about it where, as I said, we couldn't get people to drive five minutes before. So what I do is I'm there approximately about 18 times a year. So every other wow. month I'm, yeah, every other month I'm doing a workshop and we'll pick the body part. So we go shoulder, shoulder, knee, foot and back. And we just rotate through. That's the even months. Um, so that's a workshop. They advertise for it. I don't do anything at all. They advertise. I show up. I do the workshop that we do at the office um, and, and, you know, offer the same abilities they have, you know, if we did it here. So and then, just to just to clarify. So this is Fleet Feet promoting you. Correct. And your, and your event yep. that's hosted at their place to at their, their place. to their customer list. Correct. Yes. Right. I, I, I literally don't do anything. I just show up and they're there. Yep. So win-win, you're in front of people. They have increased foot traffic within their store. Correct. And they became, they've been named two years in a row now, the the top 50 running stores in the country. And only 10 of Fleet Feets can get those because there's so many Fleet Feets. 
yeah. and partly because of of partnering with me and they also then it was so successful they did it with a sports psychologist they they get that award which is huge it gets them in you know national recognition and stuff like that awesome. so that's how we that's how we started um so i was doing that and then i proposed to them i said hey what if i came out and did like a whole day where i just spent you know half an hour with any of your clients they could sign up and i go over whatever body part they wanted to pick they have to register ahead of time um and i'll evaluate them really quickly you know and and give them a essentially a plan of care do a you know five minute miracle kind of on them a quick plan of care some exercises no obligation nothing like that would you be interested in that And they're like you would give your day up to do that i'm like sure so once a month, I am out there doing, essentially, I do 10 in a day. Um, I'll schedule, start at 10, finish at 5. It's every half hour, but it takes me more than half hour because I like to talk. Um, so I'm always behind. So we do two, take a break, do two, take a break. You know, um, And inevitably, there's other people there in the store like, what's going on here? What's happening? And then they want to talk to me. So it, it And we average... It's about probably between five and seven new patients from Fleet Feet a month is probably what we average. And that doesn't count the return business we get from them because runners are great because they like to run. So even when they're better, they go out and run again and they hurt themselves again. And if you make them better, they're going to keep coming back. So that's just five to seven new for zero ad dollars that I spend at all. The only thing I have to provide is my time away from the office. Yeah, very smart. Love it. Um, so back in uh, 2017, you were seeing about uh, 120 a week. You were looking at to- most. That was that was the record. You know, we were really about 80 to 100 is really where we were at, you know, so. You were looking to diversify your new patients. Now that practice uh, that was 50% or uh, right around 5%. And during that time, you doubled your visits. We talked about the um, the personnel challenges as well. And there's a lot going on there with the student debt crisis, et cetera. Um, for our for practice owners that um, want to learn more about you and IMGPT, what's the best way for them to do that? Um, phone or, or email, either way. Um, so my my phone number for the office here is 610-944-8140. Wow, you're um, brave to put that out there. That's great. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no problem. That's awesome. Or, or my uh, email address, which is the office email. It's not my, I'm not going to give my, I'm not that brave. I'm not going to give my personal <laughs> one. I give that out a lot, you know, um, but it's just, it's IMG physical therapy at gmail.com, you know, right. and, and, and then people, get, and I will definitely get back to people, you know, because people helped me when I was first starting out with you guys and other stuff like that. I asked a lot of people that were already in it, you know, to like, is this really going to work? What's, you know, like, to have somebody else tell you that's not really associated with them is a yep. huge difference. Yep. Awesome. Well, Chris Gordos, IMGPT, thank you so much for being on the Grow Your Practice podcast here, man. You're great. Thanks. Thank you. Are you a practice owner with a growth mindset? You're looking to grow your revenues, leave a bigger impact, build a legacy, and help more people in your practice, yet at the same time, you're dealing with the big challenges and headwinds like declining reimbursements, increased cost of doing business because of inflation, how to incentivize your staff or deciding where's the best place to run your online ads. Growing a practice can be absolutely overwhelming. To help, Breakthrough has put together a unique offer that I think you'll be interested in. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast can schedule a risk-free growth consultation with a Breakthrough Growth Expert 
On that call, you walk through what you're currently doing in your practice and what you could be doing to increase the demand for your services. Breakthrough's mission is to help people overcome their health challenges naturally. And the best way for them to do that is by helping private practice owners just like you through building more demand for your services. Go to breakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer to take advantage of this unique opportunity. On that call, you'll learn the key principles of how practice owners are helping more people, creating a bigger impact, and building better businesses with Breakthrough Systems. As an added bonus, the team at Breakthrough is giving a $50 Amazon gift card to any of the podcast listeners who attend the growth consultation. Sign up for your growth consultation and $50 gift card at getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Again, that's getbreakthrough.com forward slash podcast offer. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.